Let's go Tokyo with Ben O'Shea and Mark Reddings. Hello and welcome to Let's Go Tokyo, a special podcast completely dedicated to the Tokyo Olympics. I'm Ben O'Shea, joined by Mark Reddings, and all this week leading up to the Olympic Games, we'll be speaking to some very talented West Aussies who'll be heading to Tokyo. Now, Skeet, before we get into today's episode, let's quickly recap the big COVID news out of Tokyo right now. Yes, there is word filtering out that a couple of athletes, South African soccer players, have tested positive to the virus in the athletes' village. Shouldn't come as a major shock. I don't think we're going to get through the next two and a half weeks without incident. This is just the first of it, but of course it's a concern. But we know the protocols, the restrictions that are in place means that hopefully this will be contained really quickly and we can move on. WA's elite athletes on the podium. Today, we're speaking to arguably one of the best soccer players in the world at the moment, our very own superstar, Sam Kerr, who will be cheering on along with the Matildas as they battle for gold. Hello and welcome to the show, Sam. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And now, it's great to speak to you. Can you tell us what are the emotions like right now ahead of Tokyo? Yeah, I think it's it's honestly just excitement. We've been waiting around a bit longer than usual for this Olympics. So obviously with them postponed last year, it was a little bit disappointing. But yeah, now it's just we're all raring to go now. You're in the game city, Sam. Uh, can you tell us the atmosphere, the humidity, the heat? Does it feel like the games are just days away? Um, the heat and stuff, I'm, I'm per- personally enjoying it. But, um, yeah, changing into all the Olympic gear, you kind of get that buzz and getting all our team gear, it, it's pretty exciting, to be honest. And now you went to Rio, you scored a goal in the group round against Germany, and then the Matildas went down to Brazil in the quarterfinals. Can you tell us a bit about that experience? What did you take away from Rio? Yeah, obviously that was my first Olympics Um it was just, I think the experience for me was just so different to a World Cup. Um, you know, when you go to the World Cup, it's football is the most important thing. But being at the Olympics, you're just a small fish in a big pond um, playing football. So I think the experience for me was just focusing on our sport and what like we can control rather than getting kind of caught up in everything that's going on around you and all the buzz and the athletes and all the superstars around you. So I think this Olympics, I'll definitely be more focused on what, I have to do rather than what's going on around me. Sam, back in Rio, the average age of the Matildas was 23 and a half. You had nine players under the age of 23. Five years later, 12 players are back for Tokyo from that group. The average age, 27. So more experienced, uh, dare I say it, the body's matured. Do you feel like you're in a better place in that sense to challenge? Yeah, I think so. I think just the fact that this is, like you said, 12 of our second Olympics, it's Um, we're going in with a little bit more calm in in the squad. Um, But also we've got some young, fresh faces that's always good for the team. But at the end of the day, we've been together for an extra five years, actually. So I think it's a positive and, um, yeah, we feel really good about it, to be honest. Should we be concerned with the lead-up matches? You're winless in your past five games. Of course, you played uh, Japan most recently in a friendly. Uh, The results aren't coming. Is there any concern in the camp ahead of the real competition which starts on Wednesday against New Zealand? Obviously we hate losing, but at the end of the day, we've got a new coach, a new system, tons of new players battling the whole COVID thing. 
Um, so really, we're, we've been focused on the process rather than the results. And obviously, against Japan, we would have liked to have won the other day, but getting match minutes in for people was more important. So the six subs made at half time and um, some players not playing because of injury and all those types of things. We just have to deal with it. But going into this first game, we're feeling really confident. Well, you mentioned the COVID thing, Sam. It's going to make this an Olympics like no other. What are you saying to each other to get your head around this situation? Um, oh, we've just said that, you know, we just have to be adaptable. <laughs> There's going to be things that we're used to having on, on camp that we're not going to be able to do this time. Um, there might be positive tests here, um, all t- types of things. We have to sit on certain buses. You have to follow certain rules. So you just have to adapt. Like it's one of those things where you just kind of have to swallow those pills and just roll with the punches because there's been, you know, even in a perfect camp we've had, there's still things that annoy you. You know, you can't. You have to sit in the same seat in the same bus next to the same. <laughs> so there's just <laughs> things that, you know, you don't think of that um, affect sports life, you know. So we've just got to be adaptable and just roll with the punches. Would not want to have a tiff with a teammate if you're stuck with them for a long period of time in this uh, Olympic environment. But going back to the adaptability, you trained in Sweden. Talk us through that with the acclimatisation. And I believe you threw some extra extra clothes on to maybe um, bring the body temperature up yeah we did actually we were training with um, underlayers and rain jackets all those things and to be honest it actually worked pretty well because I I find it's not as hot here as it was with the jackets and training with jackets on in the heat is infuriating so for me it was more mentally challenging than physically challenging but um, yeah I think they're all the little things that people don't see that you have to do to uh, prepare for an Olympic Games when there's humidity and, and weather. And what about your loved ones? Normally they'd be in the stands cheering you on. It's not going to be the case this time. Is that just uh, something that you just have to suck up? Yeah, I think it is. I think we've all kind of come to terms with that pretty quickly because, you know, we haven't had fans or family and friends in the stands for over a year now. Um, It obviously sucks. I I feel sad for my family. Japan was one of their, like, go-to places Mm. in the world because it's such an amazing country. But at the end of the day... They'll get to watch on TV and we're playing for gold no matter what. So it doesn't matter if there's fans, friends and family. We're, we're still trying to do the same job. So one of those things is going to roll with the punches. We're speaking with Sam Kerr on Let's Go Tokyo as part of our build-up to the Olympic Games. And Sam, the name captain of the Matildas, the title captain of the Matildas, could you tell us, was that something as a little girl that you dreamt of or was a very much a distant proposition for you back then? Oh, I mean, I always dreamed of playing for the national team, but I I wouldn't say I ever thought about those things. And um, I think I just kind of fell into the role. Um, And look, I I really enjoy it. I think it's a massive honour. It's something that I'm still growing in the role. I wouldn't say (laughs) I'm perfect perfect at it yet, but um, yeah, it's a massive honour. And um, yeah, I'm really proud to be the captain every day. Yeah, we're now looking at the competition that lies ahead. That You've all had an extra year of preparation unexpectedly. Who is shaping up to be uh, the danger teams in the group stage? And then going forward in the competition, who do you reckon the powerhouses are? Oh, I mean, you can't go past the US, I guess. They're, they're obviously the favourites, the world champions. Um, they're in our group too, so I guess they're the powerhouse. But for us, the most important game is the first game, um, New Zealand, and um, we feel really confident about it. But, you know, you can't look ahead. You've just got to look to that first game. So for us, we're preparing already for that New Zealand game. Um, 
and that's the most important thing to us. Um, and then once you get out of the group, honestly, anything can happen. Any like it's it's a crazy tournament. It's a quick tournament, and um, yeah, anyone it's anyone's game really. Uh, four seasons at Perth Glory has made you identifiable so much so with West Australians, but also that you work with the Matildas. But what about your time at Chelsea as a player? How much has that helped you round out your game and develop you as a as a player at that level? Yeah, I mean, it's helped me immensely. I think it's been really challenging. I think coming to training every day and um, competing against the best, you know, we have so, I think we have 11 players going to the Olympics um, and then we have a, a whole team of people that aren't going that could be there. So, um, yeah, I think the day-to-day challenge has really helped me um, physically and like mentally too. I've learned so much about how to be a professional, what I need to do and how to stay at the top of my game. And will you be able to walk in the opening ceremony? Has there been any decisions made about that? I'm not sure, but football normally never walks in the opening ceremony because we start actually before the opening ceremony. So you get we're a head a start. Yeah, can't wait any longer. <laughs> um, now, Sam, we all know apart from your, your deeds on the pitch, but we, we love you scoring goals. And, of course, for all news packages and the highlights reel, the backflips. Have we got a couple of extra twists and turns up your sleeve just for the Olympics because, as you know, the world is watching. <laughs> uh, I haven't thought about that, but I probably should because I'm hoping to score a few goals, bang a few goals in, so I'll um, probably start thinking about my celebration, but <laughs> maybe the back foot will come out. <laughs> we hope so. I've got to say, Sammy, um, we talked about this a few moments ago before we uh, turned the microphone on. No backflips at the West Coast Eagles, your beloved club, they're still in the eight, but struggling a bit at the moment. Um, uh, you're trying to channel some positive thoughts, I guess, back to WA, and hopefully for them it works. Yeah, I think, yeah, we need it. But, um, no, nah, it's, it's not about where you start. It's about where you finish. We just need to make the eight, get a home final. <laughs> you know how it goes being from WA. But, no, nah, I have faith in the boys. Um, you can have a few bumps in the road here and there. But, look, I feel confident that we'll get back up there. Soccer superstar Sam Kerr, it's been an absolute treat to talk to you today. The whole nation will be following your every move on the pitch during this Olympic Games. We wish you all the best. We wish the Matildas all the best. We know you're going to do us proud no matter what. Uh, We can't wait to see you in action. Thanks, guys. You know what? That was such a treat. Skeet, like talking to Sam Kerr, i got to say, i got goosebumps over that. Yeah, she's a big name in world football and you can tell that she's so excited about being at the Olympics. We know what she's done in Australia. We know what she's done for Chelsea. But for her, representing her country, and as we've mentioned on a lot of Let's Go Tokyo, a lot of these athletes just thrive on the chance to wear their national colours at the Olympic Games. For all of us, it's something we've watched as young boys and girls, and this is her moment. They've got some work to do. As I said, their form leading into the first game hasn't been great, a new coach in play, but can they lift when it counts? A podium finish, let's be honest, would be terrific. Tough group with Absolutely. the US. Absolutely. So you'd almost think that uh, you know that finishing top in that group would be a massive, massive task ahead. Uh, but if they you know, finish second, scrape through, maybe get a bit of a tougher uh round uh, in the next uh, in the second round but you know all you can do is keep your fingers crossed and they're a bunch of champions there's no doubt about that led by Sam Kerr who like Ash Barty is really one of Australia's great sporting champions yeah she's uh, well grounded uh, we know she comes from a famous sporting family and at the end of the day uh, the genes have been blessed for her and she's making the most of them we wish her well she's a great ambassador for Western Australian and Australian sport yeah let's hope we hear some uh, see some Sam Kerr backflips thanks for joining us I'm Ben O'Shea with Mark Reddings stay tuned all this 
week as we speak to WA athletes heading to Tokyo and find out what makes an Olympic athlete great. This is Let's Go Tokyo, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to Let's Go Tokyo by The West Live with Ben O'Shea and Mark Reddings. 